Hello everyone, welcome to In Conversation with Lisa Burke and today we're going to talk about MBAs. I'm joined by Antoine Resch, who is head of campus of the Luxembourg branch of the Sacred Heart University, joined to the USA Sacred Heart University. He is responsible for strategy, policy making and the overall organisational effectiveness of the Luxembourg branch of Sacred Heart University. Now before joining this university, Antoine was project manager at Technicolor Luxembourg and he has also worked in New York for Bloomingdale's and a wine import company. His own studies took him to San Diego, Lille, New York, Nancy, and he got his MBA from Sacred Heart University in Luxembourg. He lives here with his wife and two daughters. A little bit about Sacred Heart University. 30 years here in Luxembourg. AACSB accredited MBA programme. Don't worry, we'll dig into that acronym. Offers many evening courses, which provides people the time outside of work to study. They also offer graduate certificates in subjects such as digital management, leadership, private equity and much more. Welcome, Antoine. Thank you very much. What a very nice introduction. Thanks. Well, it's all you and it's all the university. So tell us a little bit about Sacred Heart University. How did it come to even exist here? Yeah, it all came from 30 years back when in Luxembourg there was no university. So the director of the Chamber of Commerce, where we are located here, came to the conclusion, looking at some talents leaving Luxembourg to get some higher education. He was facing the issue of seeing some leaks in talents. And he said, what should we do? Should we start looking at potentially establishing a university here? Or should we avoid reinventing the wheel and perhaps identify some potential partners like in the U.S.? Because some working professionals were actually leaving Luxembourg to go to the US, the UK, France, Germany. And for most of them, they were not coming back to Luxembourg. It was tempting actually to stay in these different countries. So when you see this leak, you have to take some decision, right? Mm -hmm. So his idea was really from the point of view of retaining talent in this country. Exactly. Retaining talents because the country needs some talents and still needs some talents. So this is what happened. (laughs) Yeah. So he went to the U.S. I make the story short, but um, there was a good contact with Sacred Heart, uh, located now north of New York City in Fairfield, Connecticut. And over there, they have different colleges. One of them was the College of Business. Included in this College of Business, there was an MBA offer, so a Master of Business Administration degree. They say, where is Luxembourg? <laughs> okay. So they have to first look at the map. And then they say, look, this is a potential opportunity for Sacred Heart. And from that point in 1991, and we will celebrate actually this year, the 30th anniversary of the university here in, in Luxembourg. So how did whoever was in charge of the Chamber of Commerce at the time, how did he pick Sacred Heart? Well, he was Henri Alborn, actually, the director of the, the Chamber of Commerce. And he was on the East Coast driving from maybe from Boston to New York. And there was this exit. The sign was saying Sacred Heart University. He was a little bit ahead of time. So he said, look, why don't I stop there? And he discovered this beautiful place in Fairfield with the University of Sacred Heart. So he didn't know it beforehand? He did not know it before. And it wasn't even on his plan of university connections? It was not on his plan, not at all. Okay, so he found one he had never heard of before. So for them, it was a win-win situation. A win-win. And this is exactly what should happen in life. A win-win. When you have this balance, 
if someone is saying, look, this is a great opportunity and facing you, you have the same vision, then you can do some great things. And we've been here for 30 years based on luck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting that he chose MBAs to start with, which I can understand for the Chamber of Commerce is a very valuable accreditation. Now, I did say earlier that you are an AACSB accredited MBA programme. What does that mean? Yeah, it's a little bit strange, this AACSB. It's an acronym. Huh? Mm -hmm. um, it's a quality label. The term MBA, it's not protected. So if you... Lisa, if you want to start your business school and if you want to acquire some students and at the end of the year or six months, you want to give them a paper saying MBA, no one actually will sue you. But what's the value of this? The value will be, okay, you have to look at who's the professor, who are the students, what is the program? So there is an association called AACSB, which is giving the university after an audit a quality label. This is like a passport. It means that you have to satisfy multiple criteria. Mm -hmm. And what percentage of MBA courses hold this accreditation? Indeed, the percentage is very small. It's less than 5% business schools in the world which has this accreditation. So, for instance, Harvard, they only have one accreditation, is this. So, for a student's perspective, it's very important because the MBA, it's an investment in time, financial resources, in energy. So you want to secure your investment to have a return on investment, more trust in the institution. For instance, we have multiple students. They are here in Luxembourg, but you may come here for a couple of years, hired by companies, international companies, and then you may leave after. You may go to Singapore, you may go to the US, you may go to South America. When you have a degree which is internationally recognized, it's easier. Mm -hmm. It's transportable, of course. Now, you did pick up on the point that um, this is an investment. Of course, it's an investment. MBAs are known for not being cheap. May I ask, how much does it cost? Absolutely. The cost is €29,000 for the full programme. This is for the part-time MBA. Because we have two sources of recruitments. We have the local recruitments. If we come back to the original point of development of Second Heart, it was to answer the specific needs of working professionals here in Luxembourg. So that means that we recruit locally students from RTL, students from Amazon, from ArcelorMittal, from UBS, but we also recruit international students. And then they come here to Luxembourg, they don't have work, but we help them to find an internship. So for this, it's 39,000 euros. For the full program, it means that you have coaching, you have mentoring, you have this help for the search uh, for your internship. So 29,000 for part-time, 39,000 for MBA with internship, which we call MBA full-time. Which is really useful for people coming as the partner of somebody who has got the job here in Luxembourg, which allows them to find their way with a vocation. It allows them to fulfil themselves by learning and also having that link to business directly. But it does come at a cost. So for that cost, what do you offer? I noticed from the website that you're a non-profit institution. You're keeping costs down effectively by being a non-profit institution. Being a non-profit organization is indeed the status that we have. It's the same in the US. What is the philosophy? What is the goal of, uh, of Secular? The goal is actually to offer high quality in higher education 
to provide the tools for students, participants, to professionally grow. That's the goal. The goal is not to have the largest number of students, the largest bank account, but the goal is to offer the tools for students, participants, to succeed professionally. And how many do you have per class? Uh, we try to uh, limit the number of students to 25, 27. If we have more, then what happens is we have two professors in two different classrooms with two groups because the recruitment is about, let's say, 45 to 50 students per year. So all in all, we have about 100, 110 students totally enrolled. And I can imagine, given the profile of Luxembourg as a nation, they're rather diverse. Diversity is one of the criteria that you should look if you're interested in an MBA. Diversity, why? Because, you know, it's not three hours of sessions when the professor is writing on the blackboard and then just giving. It's a lot about exchange, interactivity, interaction. How you can actually have a high level of interaction, it's based on the profile of students. So when you have an opera singer, a doctor, when you have an engineer, an artist, an actor, you play on this diversity. You benefit a lot. You discuss a lot. And the MBA, it's a degree which is based on practical, a lot of business cases, because they want to learn on Monday and they want to apply directly on Tuesday. And this is also why there is a high benefit for companies. You don't have to wait the end of the degree to have the return on investment. When they take courses in finance, in strategy, in marketing, then they can apply directly in the work environment. People who think about MBAs, they think about two things. One is that they often acquire an excellent network, as you've just uh, pointed out. And the other thing is that when they jump back into the workforce, if they're doing a full-time MBA, they can hike up their salary to get a, a return on their investment on the MBA. Why is it that an MBA for businesses is deemed so valuable? First of all, I would say that the salary is not the main objective and it should not be the main objective. If you come here at Second Heart by saying, look, I want to double my salary, that's a view, but it should not be the only view. You're doing an MBA because you, you have an objective, you have a strategy to professionally grow. Yes, this can go with a, a salary increase, but it's not the main objective. Students are here to discover new opportunities. They're here to learn. But we need to understand what is the strategy. If we Sacred Heart, we understand the strategy, then we can actually help the participant to reach the strategy. And believe me, you may have a goal when you enter the program and you may actually design or redesign your strategy throughout the program. And this is how you see the benefit of an MBA is actually to discover and would you say, given the small class size of no more than 25 and the diverse nature of who might be in the class, from a singer to a doctor or engineer, etc., also they're probably coming at different ages, do you find that afterwards they are always grateful for having done the MBA or are there any regrets? Regrets? We try not to offer the opportunity for someone to have regrets because we take the time before making this kind of partnership. An MBA is a partnership. The goal is actually a win-win situation. So we secure the investment, but we also secure our investment, the investment of 
choosing that student. Exactly. Are the courses redefined every time depending on the makeup of that group? Two thirds of the program are based on required courses. And then you have one third of the degree based on elective courses, courses that you choose. If you want to concentrate in finance, if you want to concentrate in, in management, then you can design your own MBA. You can start whenever you want. You have this flexibility, so you have this individual approach. What is floating throughout the program is the care that we offer. We pay high attention to the individual approach through mentoring, through coaching. We have the possibility to do this because we don't have 10,000 students. We have 50 students per year, then we can really pay high attention to them. On all programs, you still have the coaching, the mentoring. When you don't work, for expats, for instance, when you have, as you say, Arcelor Amazon, they invite families to come here. So when you have a spouse coming here and say, look, okay, my diploma is from India or from America or from South America, sometimes they don't find the good fit directly to work. And they may think, well, why don't I do the MBA to validate my studies in my home country and also to expand the studies through also an internship. And this is why we have a very individual approach. The internship that we offer is not offered on the first day of, of the discussion, based also on the long-term strategy. Mm -hmm. So they're tailor-made programs, effectively. Tailor-made programs, definitely. And I suppose also, going back to the original idea, it's to have that local impact to try to retain the talent here, or at least for as long as they are living here. I hope ambassadors will not take it the wrong way what I say, but I'm also an ambassador of Luxembourg in a lot of different countries for the recruitment of international students. They want to have an American MBA done in Europe, so you can see the benefits of two dimensions already. And they want to gain some work experience in international companies. It's very difficult because when you have someone on the phone through Zoom, this individual, they will have to really trust the institution. Because when you leave family from India, and when you are coming here, when you invest your time, your energy, it's really a responsibility. So before you were mentioning the disappointment and the regrets, well, we cannot offer that. We have to, to offer a good degree based on a good analysis of the candidate. And the best reward that we can have is someone who's doing the, the program, finishing, completing, coming back to the office to pick up the diploma and looking us in the eyes to say, look, that was the best decision of my life. This is something that we extremely appreciate. The philosophy, which is shared by all staff members, but also the faculty. Can you give us some case studies without intruding upon anybody's personal stories? We had in the past uh, some students who decided to to make the sacrifice, as I say, to, to leave family and to establish here. They stayed in Luxembourg. They stay. Now they have a family here. The children born here in, in Luxembourg are going to the public school. This is changing lives. And retaining the talent, which is the original idea. Retaining the talents also. We know what the industry is looking for and we try to combine the talents that we recruit from abroad. And do you have enough industry links or would you like more and what type? We never have enough. We have to stay close to the industry. We have multiple companies that we work with. 
Do you find that an MBA is also a useful idea if you want to be an entrepreneur? Absolutely. Entrepreneurship is actually one of the courses that we give here. Because of the crisis of the COVID, we also find some opportunities. We have the course of entrepreneurship. We also have a course on social entrepreneurship. With the Zoom development, we were forced a year ago to switch to, to Zoom for a month and, and a half. Now, what we found in this opportunity is actually to combine Zoom with live sessions. Zoom, because we can also benefit from the support of the main campus. And the whole idea of using digital tools led us to create a digital campus. That doesn't mean that we all went digital, but it means that there is no more ocean between Luxembourg and the US. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for a course in portfolio management, for instance, or artificial intelligence, well, we have a professor here located here in Luxembourg and another professor from the US. So for a student's perspective, well, that's all good because you can have like two perspectives, one from the US, one from, from Europe. So it makes it much more global. Absolutely. Which is really reflecting the diversity of the intake, you will have no doubt. Exactly. So if you were to sell us the MBA at Sacred Heart, who should think about doing it and what difference it might make to their lives? Taking an MBA is actually based on an analysis. If you are looking for some developments, but it can be any kind of development, it's about designing your MBA based on your interest. So you can have multiple interests. And this is what is good. The individual approach is good. We had in the past someone who was working for Goodyear, for instance. He came here and he had in mind to start a spin-off of Goodyear. The company still exists. It's extreme. And so he was, in a way, using all the, the professors as consultant for his spin-off, which is fine. We also take the example of Tom Like, the general manager of uh, Le Théâtre, La Ville de Luxembourg. At the beginning, uh, the MBA was something that he heard about. He was an actor, but he wanted to go higher. He wanted to, to manage. He wanted to be part of the strategy. So the design of his MBA was about picking the courses which could help him to design his career. In a way, education is always the best investment. Higher education is never a waste of time. What you need to see is what are the goals and see if the institution you are in contact with can actually answer your goal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love the idea that there's no bad investment if it's in education. And the other thing that I love, which you've explained in depth, is that you can really try to shape your own career. And with that, the MBA mirrors that by allowing you to choose the options within. Thank you so much for your time, Antoine. I would like to thank you also for your time, for the opportunity. And you were talking about network uh, before. And since we are now on the uh, RTL uh, studio, network is key. I almost saw a former student, Xavier Bettel, who received the, the honoris causa yes, degree. he's in another studio as this we is speak. Called network. Your fellow alumni. I know. How lovely is that to have the Prime Minister here on the same floor whilst you're talking? <laughs> Excellent. If someone is actually want to see if... The idea of a professional development can be in line with what we offer. Come and visit us. Because don't forget, we are at the Chamber of Commerce and we open the courses also to visit. Just come, talk to the professor, be in a class, talk to the students and you will see by yourself.
That's a wonderful invite and I'm sure everybody is chomping at the bit to get a little bit of life back and I know many people through this period of COVID have had time to reflect on their careers, what they want and it really has been a point of change for so many people and certainly MBAs I'm quite sure are in the minds of many. Antoine, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you.